today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. You have to remember this, MH370. This was a plane, took off from Kuala Lumpur March 8th, 2014, carrying 239 people. And that was the last that anyone ever heard or saw of them. Uh, The plane literally disappearing off the planet, it appeared. Many, for a long period of time, couldn't even figure out the area that it was down uh, or what had happened to it. Uh, Still, many questions unanswered. However, Larry Vance, former investigator with the Transportation Safety Board, is author of a soon-to-be-released book, MH370, Mystery Solved. He's convinced with 100% certainty that he knows exactly what happened to this plane. Uh, To talk more about all of this is Larry Vance. He is with us now. Larry, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate this. Well, thanks for having me, Scott. So uh, give us, to those that may forget, give us a brief history of what happened to flight MH370, how it originated and what we know. Well, MH370 took off, as you say, on March 8, 2014 from Kuala Lumpur. It was destined for China took off and about 40 minutes after after takeoff, after it had reached its cruising altitude of 35,000 feet, um, it was transferred from the first sec- air, air traffic control sector to the next one. And in that transition between there, but like I say, about 40 minutes after takeoff, the airplane disappeared. What happened? And I'll, I'll give you the answer. <laughs> the pilot turned the transponder in the airplane off. The transponder is the radio it connects the airplane to the ground electronically. It, it allows the radar to see the airplane. So the airplane disappeared from the radar screens. Uh, the pilot did it in a specific spot so that he was right between control sectors, so nobody noticed that right away. Then the pilot turned the airplane around and headed up uh, in, a, in a, route that, a route that took him between countries so he wouldn't be discovered. Uh, then he turned the airplane south and flew it down over the ocean and uh, landed it on the surface of the ocean. So what came out of that was, um, in the early days, in the early hours, the airplane simply disappeared, as you described. It uh, it was gone from the face of the earth, and nobody knew where it was. So that's where we started. So, uh, um, boy, there's so many questions here. So if 40 minutes in, he, he's b- between... Um, um, air traffic controllers, would that mean that the passengers and a co-pilot would have had to have been disabled at that point? Because wouldn't they have questioned the change in direction and so on? Yeah, they most certainly would have. One of the first events that that had to have happened is one of the pilots had to have have dispatched the other pilot somehow. Um, This was done by one pilot. In in my book, I don't make a, a, a declaration as to who it was. Everybody uh thinks it was the the captain who was the perpetrator so let's just go with that but that's not not a conclusion that i can draw from the evidence that i have in any case let's say it was the captain so the captain somehow dispatched the co-pilot either he sent him out of the cockpit or or somehow some other way other way disabled him and then the uh, the captain of course who already had control of the airplane uh simply did what he wanted to do with it and uh so he would have at that point. Now there's no proof one way or the other of this, but but logic says that he would have turned the pressurization in the airplane to off, which means that that uh, the cabin altitude would have gone to 35,000 feet, which means that the people would not have had sufficient oxygen to sustain them, and it would have knocked them out, and eventually they would have succumbed. 
in 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 quite short order they would there would be no more activity in the back of the airplane so that would be that would be the lead one of the the lead events that's for sure so but there is no proof that the cabin was depressurized we can't tell that can we obviously we can't but if you if you follow the whole story this right. is the whole story behind this if you follow the whole story that would make the most sense there's no proof of it no absolutely there is no proof of that all right so uh so tell us your story how how do you arrive at this conclusion well what happened was that early on and um of course being curious as an accident investigator i have a team of people that work here with me a small team but we've been doing it for years and years we're, we're interested so we're following it along but then we teach courses we teach accident investigation courses so we decided to use this this as an example of how to teach new investigators sure. how to set up and run run uh, investigations so we started looking at it in more detail and then we started following along with what the official investigation was saying and eventually some pieces from the airplane were actually found off the coast of africa and they came to shore and they we saw pictures of those of those and uh what the official investigation was saying, actually, the evidence on those showed, we disagreed with it. We said, well, wait a minute, this is not what we see. The official investigation said that they they uh, determined that the airplane had flown at, at uh, cruise altitude, that it had run out of fuel, and it had, and it had uh, done a high-speed dive into the ocean. And when we looked at the evidence that's available on the, on the uh, pieces that were recovered, the wreckage pieces, we saw exactly the opposite. The airplane, in fact, didn't dive at high speed into the ocean. It went into the ocean at, in control flight at a relatively low speed, a normal landing or ditching speed, if you will. And it had the the and the big key to what happened was that the flaps on the back of the wings were extended, which of course they would not be if the airplane uh, was not being controlled by somebody. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.